it with Kay and Clay. Kicking it with Kay and Clay. Kicking it with Kay and Clay. Kicking it with Kay and Clay. Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in again to Kicking It With Kay and Clay. I am your girl Kay Marie. And you know, this month we're talking about transitions. Um, tw- transitions is just, you know, it's just a change, you know, from one place to another. And I know that we all go through some type of transition. Like for me, I'll be transitioning from being, you know, single even though I mean, I'm single, but I'm engaged, but, you know, to be in um, somebody's wife, you know, later on. <laughs> so that is a big transition. Um, so, yeah, we're going to cover um, a lot of things this month. And uh, today is no different. So I just want to start off by saying, guys, um, just thank you for your support and everything. And uh, thank you for always um, sharing the podcast. Um, like I have people listening on platforms I never even knew existed. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? That's okay. Podcast addict. I never, so different things, you know, so thank you so much. And for, you know, just referring the podcast and just subscribing and following the podcast. And, you know, you can find us on any major um, streaming platforms. Um, also, if you like, you want to see it visually, we are on, um, Instagram, we're on uh, Facebook and YouTube. So you guys have all that information. Um, our link tree slash kicking it with K and that's just the W K A K A Y. And you'll find all of our information. So today you all um, is a really treat. I have put out there and I want you all to, to, um, to reach out to us. Like anytime you want us to talk about anything uh, specific, um, something that you want to know more about or something that you're going through and you think that it will be beneficial for someone else. Just, you know, inbox us on any platform that you see us on and or um, email us at uh, kicking uh, K and clay podcast at gmail.com. And, you know, we'll, we will uh, reach out to you and uh, we will uh, discuss about you coming on the show because everybody has a story. And today we have um, someone, uh, I always tell you guys that Instagram is like a great networking tool. Um, met this lady um, on on Instagram and this is like our first time like talking, talking and we stay in the same state, you know, so <laughs> how cool is that? So I just want to um, just introduce our next guest. Our next guest, um, she is the host of an intimate conversations with women of color. Um, you can find her information later. I'm gonna put up on the screen. If those of you who are um, listening, you know that I always repeat it, um, and I, I say it for you. Those of you who are watching, you'll be able to see the banner on the screen. So her name is Denine L. Garrett. She is currently um, in talent development, and again, she is the host of the podcast, An Intimate Conversation with Women of Color. So ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome our guest today, Denine L. Garrett. Hi, Denine. Hello. How are you, Kay? I'm good. And you? I'm well. I'm well, even though it's it's cold and I'm about to turn the heat back on. Oh, no, you're not. I might. You're really yeah. not to chill out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, it's not that you guys look like I said, we we you know, we're just gonna say it's been because in Michigan, we always say that the weather can change just like that. And last week it was beautiful. It was. It was in the 70s, 80s, you know. So now it's like what 50s or 60s? It's cold. <laughs> That's what it is. I have hardwood floors, so it's cold. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> like I was telling um, um, the audience here in the, um, I was telling the audience that, um, you know, I will say your your information, and I am looking for my banner. I'm like, don't tell me I didn't save it. <laughs> You know, stuff always happens. They know on, on here, you know, I totally keep it all the way, all the way real. And um, you know, when stuff dude, here we go. Yes, it's hiding from <laughs> me. Okay, here we are. So, you guys, she has a great um podcast. And um, again, she's the host of an intimate conversation with women of color. And you can find all her information on her link tree website. So I love Linktree because you can find everything there. Okay. Um, Linktree uh, slash intimate with W-O-C. Okay. So can you just, just, just tell us about your podcast? What is it um, uh, about? Just, just tell the people. Yeah, absolutely. So what I, how I describe it is from panel to podcast, um, mm-hmm. because back in 2017, I had created a panel for LGBTQ plus women of color. So you mentioned I'm in talent development, but prior to that, I was in diversity and inclusion. And I still am. I'm just on the talent development side. Okay. So I was preparing uh, colleagues back in 2016 for a leadership conference at an LGBTQ plus conference. And so I thought about it afterwards, like, where are the, the people of color? Like, where are the you know sisters? Uh, how are they represented here? Mm-hmm. And so I created a panel to give them a platform to use their voices in mm-hmm. 2017. And I um, led that panel for the next three years. And then in 2019, afterwards, someone said, what's next for you? And so that got me to thinking. I'm like, well, you know, I'm kind of thinking about a podcast. So this is the end of 2019. So we fast forward to 2020. um, COVID hits, you know, like that year was about me, you know, choosing me and traveling, bending all kind of corners, right? Mm -hmm. Every work trip was going to be extended for personal Mm. And I was just gonna be doing the thing, right? Stop your plans. <laughs> yeah, you ain't gonna do that. So, you know, once you know getting situated with okay, this is how things are now, how do I level up in this season? And so I said, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and do the podcast. And so Thursday before I launched it, I was talking to my coach, and he was saying to me, like, look, you and I can say the same thing to the same people but they would only hear it from you. Mm. I'm like, okay, okay. And then after talking to him, I started reading Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly, and in their vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's what it is. Because I was hesitant. Mm-hmm. I was like thinking, oh, it had to look a certain way. You right. know? And so once I realized that I had a fear of being vulnerable, I knew the name of it. And so the very next day, which was Good Friday, um, I did. I Nike'd it and launched it. <laughs> okay, <You just laughs> right? did it. I just did it, and so I 
committed, I said, and you know, anyone who listens to the welcome, they'll hear me say, I commit to doing one episode a month. And I've done one every week ever <laughs> since. Okay. Saturday was my one year anniversary. So we'll, oh, we'll, we'll, yes. <laughs> and I have guests scheduled all the way through August. That's awesome. Isn't it great when you have have it already like scheduled and you don't have to worry about it? It's, yes. oh, it's just a great feeling. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. You know what? And when you have that, the only thing that you have to, you know, worry about really is, you know, reaching back out, just reminding folks. And then if somebody's like, oh, I can't, then okay, sure. Let me find somebody else, yep. move somebody up or yep you know, somebody else just kind of steps up. So, yeah. yes. So that was a form of transformation transformation for you too. So from panel yes. to podcast. Yes. Yeah. So Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a whole nother animal, you know, like you said, you have to be, you know, well, you don't have to be because some people out here just, you know, faking it for the funk and all of that, but you do, um have to be real you know and and open and yeah. for people to see people strangers you know that can be kind of um intimidating a little bit you know you know what and so that's you know this whole your episode is about transition mm-hmm. and that's a beautiful transition because it's a journey mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so from panel to podcast that's my journey that's that's how that began and it's mm-hmm. continuing right and Someone asked me, like, what do you see for this? And I don't put any boxes on myself, mm-hmm. right? Because people, society, they do enough of that. They put yeah. some boxes or try to. So it's about where it takes me, right? So it was a podcast. Mm-hmm. And now I'm also on YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, and I have a Facebook group. I have LinkedIn community, mm-hmm. you know, across the social media platform. So it's growing. And That's I'm just, fun. you know. Yeah, I'm just, you know, look, growing and glowing and going. So, <laughs> all of the above. That's awesome. Right. But so the you're... point is, uh-huh. with the transition, you know, the, the journey of it, because I'm able to tell people that this is what I went through. This mm. is where I'm, what I'm going through, right? As opposed to, bam, it just happened. Mm-hmm. And then there's no story in that, right? Mm-hmm. How, how does one duplicate that? They can't. That's right. That's right. And that's true, you know, it's like, especially like, um, like you were saying, when you were about to get into podcasting, it's like, you know, what, what does that look like? You know, and, and those of us, you know, who um started, we had like, okay, so, you know, like you said, what does that look like? You know, uh, what platforms am I going to be on? And then like, when you're in it, it's like, okay, like everybody and mama have a podcast. So how do I stand out? But my thing is, you know, and what people told me, um, is just be be consistent, be consistent, yeah. and just and just continue to do your best, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and, and everything else will follow. Like you said, you you grew, you you've been doing it for a year. I've been doing it for a year as well, and um, yeah, it's just and it gets it gets better. No? It absolutely does, and you grow and you pick up things from folks. Because mm-hmm. like for me, I'm on anchor, right? And okay. so I would tell my guests like. I'm going to give you a quick call, then I'm going to text you the link and then we'll get going. And so one of my guests this year, she was like, oh, let's do Zoom. And I'm like, oh, okay, I don't use Zoom, but all right, you know, let me level up. And so after doing it, I'm like, is this easy? All I have to do is slide this over. And so that's it. You know, as you go, you do grow. You 
pick up things from other people. Like I'm digging your setup right here. Aww, so, you know, right. once we're done, I'm, I want to ask you about that, but that's what it's all about. Yes, you know, you yes. learn from people. And, yes. You know, you grow and you just continue to evolve. Yes, you do. And you're also a published author. Tell us about that. Yes. And you know what? I guess that would be another transition, right? Yeah. So, you know, look, transitioning from a LinkedIn author, right? Writing articles on LinkedIn um, to a published author. So um, one of my three favorite podcasters, she had reached out to me over the summer and said, hey, I see you. I see what you doing. And I have an opportunity for you. She introduced me, you know, to the book opportunity to be a um, contributor. And I was like, yep. I'm young and, you know, started that process. And then um, maybe a month or two later came back and said, hey, we're looking for a specific demographic. Like, do you have anybody in mind? I absolutely do. And it was a previous guest. So for me, you know, as I was saying, you know, from panel to podcast, Mm -hmm. it's also a sisterhood. Yes. So My Facebook group, you know, everybody in there is a woman of color. A lot of them are past guests. And it, it is that we look out for one another. You know, as a matter of fact, the same person I'm speaking of, she wanted to interview someone, um, gave, connected her with a friend who actually was on my second panel. Mm-hmm. And she interviewed that person Saturday, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's everybody is looking out for one another. Yeah. You know, we, we look out for one another. Um, we support one another. Again, it's about that sisterhood. We lift each other up um, because, you know, we're, we're truly better together. We are, you know, and I hate to sound cliche, right? you know, there's no I in team, but it, it, there isn't, you know, we're not put on this earth to be alone, you know, to be, you know, this on our own little island, you know, this, you know, hoarding, you know, your, your coconut that you have, you know, mm-hmm. but we're, we're, we're meant to um, connect. We're meant to um, uh, like fellowship and be with yeah with one another. And, and like you said, that's, that's how you, that's how you grow. And especially us being women, you know, relationships are everything to us. Yes. You know, so it's, that's wonderful when you can have a, a truly um, genuine sisterhood. Yeah, absolutely. And so for the uh, celebration, I actually opened it up and invited the women and had several of my sisters on a um, call with me. So my recording for last week is us. Mm-hmm. Um, talking and and just supporting one another, and you know, that's how I celebrated my one year. Oh, that's great! <laughs> again, and again, congratulations! Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so I know when we communicated, um, you know, you had different areas that uh, you experienced um, transitioning, and I, I was like, I want to hit instead of just zeroing in on one, I want to hit all three um, because. They're big ones, and it's yeah. ones that we all can relate to. Um, like you, you mentioned, um, you and I, and I do um, my condolences. You experienced some loss. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, I, I I did too. My my grandmother. Um, you know, she was ninety five, so she, you know, lived. She lived a, a good a good life, but yeah. you know, still that that um that loss. Um, back last year, last November. Mm -hmm. So can you just tell us about what you experienced? Yeah. So in October, my sister passed. um, Mm -hmm. And so I had three deaths. So from October up until um, March, three Mm -hmm. deaths, right? None were COVID related. 
Um, but with my sister, after my sister passed, and she is definitely, she's a published author. I think she published probably about seven books. Oh, wow. Uh, poetry, et cetera. But the one book, her first was Dreams Deferred or is Dreams Deferred. And so I was thinking about that book and I was thinking like, is there any dream that I'm deferring? Mm. Right. And so then I said, I want to encourage other people, other women to think about if there's any dreams that they're deferring and to do something about it. Yeah. So I actually incorporated that into my podcast. So in my podcast, it is, you know, an intimate conversation with women of color. And that's what we're doing. We're having an intimate conversation. I asked the same three, now four questions. And the fourth question is about, is there a dream deferred, right? So I'm honoring my sister in every episode and asking to get women to start thinking about it. Um, and then again, if there is something, you know, like, what do you want to do about it? Mm-hmm. Right. So often, you know, you, you've had a dream deferred just mean it's delayed or, you know, you put it off mm-hmm. on a, you know, like whatever, that was that dream. And you may not think anything else about mm-hmm. it. So I want to bring that back to the forefront and say, Hey, what is that thing you wanted to do that you put off? Well, what you going to do now? You know, what are you going to do about that? And so there's how, there's that transition because it was just she and I, right? Um, and um, that loss. And then January, my aunt passed. Hmm. Um, and then um, in March, a cousin passed. And I didn't know him. So he was only 29. I didn't wow. know him. And so, yeah. And so that hit me because life is too short not to know family members. That's so, you true. know, I'm at the repast and I'm like talking to my cousin, his mom, I'm like, well, who is that? Who? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know any of these, mm-hmm. the, the, the kids, I don't know them. They don't know me. And that just, you know, really messed with me that I didn't. And so I'm like, no, we need to, you know, get back together and start spending time together and, you know, how, whatever that looks like, but it, it shouldn't be at a repast. Like, true. I don't want that, you know, so mm-hmm. going forward. So for me, like you said, the relationships and being with other people, I've always been a solo person, or at least I have been for a, a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of years. Um, and that's just not working for me anymore. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and yeah. so I was like, nope, want to be around family. And and so March 25th was my sister's birthday and my mom wanted to release balloons for her. So, you know, um, family and friends came over for that. We were talking and made a decision. Let's get together the next week, which was Good Friday. And so family was over on Good Friday and I was so happy. Mm-hmm. I was so happy to have that. Um, it was a beautiful thing and something that I'm looking forward to, you know, us getting together monthly mm-hmm. or however it works out. So there's that transition with that death and those deaths and and how um, it's impacted me. So so other than, you know, you reflecting back to um, your sister's book you know, had you thinking like, hmm, what is it, you know, that gift of talent that I'm not using and, and, um, you know, bringing it to the forefront, you know, on your show, has there been like, like for me again, you know, my, my, with my grandmother passing, um, it was different from when my grandfather passed. When my grandfather Mm. passed, um, he was 92, but he was a sharp 92. He can recall some things that I've forgotten. Okay. (laughs) And, and I just knew that he had like a, some, some, a few more years, you know? Yeah. So that caught me off guard. Mm -hmm. That was kind of, that was kind of hard. With my grandmother, you know, it was, um, I guess we were prepared for it more. 
you know, because she was um, doing hospice at my mom's house. And um, that preparation, it it, it helped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It helped. Um, and, you know, I'm like, okay, she, she, she good. She with my granddaddy, you know, and she's not any more pain. So that was kind of, kind of different. So what, so what did you do to cope with your, the loss of your sister? Were you guys like really, really close? Yeah. So that's interesting. You asked that question because I'm also been the type of person that can compartmentalize, put things on the shelf and keep it moving. Always been that way. Um, Was that way when my dad died, I was very close to my dad. Mm -hmm. Right. And, but I was able to put it on a shelf and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Obviously it didn't stay on that shelf. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It kind of reared, you know, it reared its head in different ways, which is another part of the one of the three things that, you know, you wanted us Mm -hmm. to talk about, but it reared its head differently. And so when my sister, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Okay. I, I don't want to just put it on a shelf. I actually want to fill it, but I really didn't, at least to the way that I thought. Okay. You know, right. So for me, it was more about I had to jump into action. So I didn't have an opportunity to really grieve because I had to, you know, plan a funeral and all of that stuff. And so mm-hmm. it was more about, okay, the business of it. And so then when it was like, okay, that was done, I still didn't. Right, go ahead and grieve, and then fast now was that now was that a choice of yours that you did you on purpose did not want to go there at that point, or you were really uh, yes and no. So a little bit of yes and no, and so then fast forward to my aunt, and I was talking to a grief counselor because uh, someone had said, "Hey, you know, you should talk." And I'm like, "Absolutely," because again, I don't want to grieve like I have in the past. Mm -hmm. So after my aunt, you know, I was. I'm like, oh, I really need to talk to you because it's just not, I'm not emoting. And Mm -hmm. so she's like, you know what? You don't make, you don't grieve that way. Mm. Like the way that you're saying that you wish you were, that's not how you grieve. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Like if it's not interfering with anything, if you're not Mm -hmm. like sleepless and, you know, and irritating, you know, if it's not really affecting you, then you're, then you're okay with the way that you are, mm-hmm. you know, and it couldn't, you know, still hit you emotionally at some yeah. point or just different ways, but, you know, being like everybody else, you know, other people that they cry, you know, so they're yeah. emoting right away. I, I don't. Okay. And it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And she's like, and you have, you know, be okay with that. So again, mm-hmm. if it's not, you know, interfering with anything else, which it wasn't, then that's fine. You know what? And that, that might be setting somebody free right now, too, because <laughs> no, seriously, because, you know, we when we think about grief or when we think about, you know, someone that we love passing, I don't know, we probably have a, a preconceived um, notion of what that looks like. Yeah. Like you said, you know, like the crying and 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 things of that nature. So someone probably watching, they're like, I don't grieve that way either. And they probably thought that something was wrong with them. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, you know how like you want to like, well, let me stick a, a, a pen. Like, am I feeling, you know what I'm saying? No, that's, just, that's not how I grieve. And it's yeah. okay. Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't have to grieve the same way. Again, if it's not like, I'm not losing sleep, you know, I'm not losing, you know, weight over it. I'm not using, losing sleep or anything yeah. like that. It's not having any of that. So it's okay. And so you're right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 
you free. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that yeah. because you know, especially like with grief, you don't want. It's good to mourn, you know, to cry it out if that's what you do, or yeah. however that you grieve. But it's not good to like have that grief cross over to like depression or anything like that. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like I like that. I like how she said that you you, you just grieve differently, and it's yeah. nothing, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I like that. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, somebody somebody was like, oh, okay, that, yeah, that's me, I, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another transition that we talked about is so you're back in the dating pool. Ooh, so. <laughs> <laughs> So I said, it's time to get serious about that. And so actually that was the end of last year. A friend of mine in LA was like, okay, I'm going to hold you accountable. She was giving me some recommendations, you know, of some apps and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so I did go ahead to begin it. Well, I guess the end of December beginning, I, you know, jumped on a few apps or whatever, and it really wasn't happening for me. Mm -hmm. And so I was talking to someone else, actually another um, podcast host. Mm-hmm. And she said that if she were back out in the world, she would go through a matchmaker. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And her thing was, and I said, well, I'm really just, you know, practicing, just trying to get my feet wet. And she was like, yeah, but why not practice and get your feet wet with, I'm just going to say the caliber. Yeah. You know, whether that's the word or not, but the caliber of men that you're interested in. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. And she went on to say how, you know, with the Indian culture, how they do matchmaking, right? And they will, you know, based off of all kind of uh, measurements that they use, mm-hmm. let's just say they come up with maybe 10 people that could be your match, mm-hmm. but you still have to connect with them. Yeah. Right? So they went ahead and weeded out people, but these 10, you can kind of fill them out to see if they work for you. And when she said all of that, I'm like, you're right. But now, who's a matchmaker? <laughs> <laughs> right. I go for that, you know, and so so then it became that, right? And I was talking with a different friend, um, not yeah, a couple of weeks ago, and she mentioned a couple other sites, and I said, you know what? Okay, I'll check those out. Like probably, you know, in a few weeks or whatever. Right at this moment, I'm not ready to jump mm-hmm. into that. Um, but when I am, you know, I want to actually, you know, really be committed to it. And so today I'm not there, mm-hmm. um, but in a couple of weeks or so, I'll be ready to jump into those uh, two recommendations that she made. Okay. I, I want to run into them out on the streets, you know. At, I mean, yeah, oh, you know, we, I, like, I like the old school way too, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? It's like, I remember, you know, when I was, um, single and available, um, <laughs> cause you know, a lot of, a couple of my friends, you know, they, done the um the dating sites and all that kind of stuff and and we're successful yeah in it, you know and um at, at this particular point in my life you know I wanted I didn't want just okay I didn't want like just um one type you know I wanted mm-hmm. like different ethnicities you know okay so I was like well that's be the best way to to get out there and to meet you know other people of um you know different races but girl <laughs> I did one of the popular ones. I was only, I think I was only on there for like a, a day or so. <laughs> and you know, they I, I got people in my, you know, sending messages wanting to go out. I was just like, ah, I don't know. And then I did yeah. like run into somebody, you know, on the street per se. And then like that first date, that was a mess. 
you know, so I'm just like, Ugh. but hey, you know, it, it like my friend says, um, you know, we're living in different times and mm-hmm. a lot of us are, you know, really busy, you know, especially, you know, us working women and stuff like that. So a lot of times, you know, the, the, the different apps or matchmaker is, is might be the way to go, but yeah, no, I, I totally feel you about just running into them like at Home Depot or something. Right. <laughs> what happened to the days, you know, I've had this conversation several times, but what happened to somebody like, girl, I got somebody that you might like, you know what I'm saying? What those days are like over, like folks don't do that. Like what, what's up with that? <laughs> look, look, I, I kid you not, um, Janine, I, um, cause you know, me and my uh, fiance, we have our own uh, production company. So, you know, it was like, I wanted to, um, I had like some good, uh, some good games that I wanted to create. And one of them being, you know, this was like in the height of like COVID. So one of them was like um, a virtual um, dating um, Mm. uh, game, even though it was a a game, but it was like for real, for real. So, you know, I had, I, I, I put the little filler out there who would be interested. You know, of course I got a few women like, yes, if you, you know, find someone, I'm, yeah. I'm good. You know, and my, it was pr- like the dating game a little bit. And like, if whoever, you know, matched up, you know, we was going to pay for their virtual dinner and date and all that kind of stuff. And I'm still waiting on a good caliber of men. I'm yeah. still waiting. It's, it was last year. I'm like, this is a mess. And like, I, I reached out to some of my friends. Like, do you, if you know anybody? <laughs> right. You know, you know. And yeah. it's like, mm. yeah, I know. Nobody knows anybody. And you know what? And so, what's interesting about that is like, so there is this matchmaking duo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they might be based out of Houston. Okay. But then it's like, okay, where are your men? Are your men only in Houston? You know what I'm saying? So it's like. You know, part of me was thinking, am I just looking for another, um, like, delay, another distraction, mm. another deferment by, like, oh, okay, maybe I'll look into this matchmaking. But honestly, I did have to get honest with myself as far as what do I have time for mm-hmm. at this moment. And for me, it was, you know, I had to say, okay, I have these other projects going on and they're taking precedence right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mental is like, okay, I'll have time for that. You know, like I said, in, in a couple of weeks or whatever, you know, and then ready to, okay, let me jump into that. Let me go ahead and sign up and whatever and, and then go that route. Mm-hmm. So it was more, it's more of that. Okay. <laughs> All right, Danae, look, don't, don't, um, you know, I'm probably, we're going to see you on the next season of Ready to Love or something like Girl, that. look, <laughs> listen, listen, I'm like thinking, I'm like, oh, if y'all up the age a bit, <laughs> holler at your girl, you know. Right. It should be like a spinoff, you know. <laughs> yes, right, absolutely. And you know what, um, as a matter of fact, I actually interviewed Joy. I saw from, that. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I was yeah. like, yeah. She's awesome, yeah. So Joy, we had a great conversation. And she said something because in the episode, I said, I think you just gave us a little, uh, like a little sneak peek, you know, and didn't even realize it. But I didn't bring it up, but mm-hmm. she did. Because um, she said she was single. Oh. And so, you know, when um, the show came back yeah, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you thought she was with uh, Jay. Yeah. And I did love them together, but you thought that, but no. No. <laughs> yeah, that was, I, I like that. And I, I liked her too. Yes. So, yes. Well, how long before you decided, okay, I'm going to get back out there, how long were you single? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Forever. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, hadn't even really thought about it, was really focused on. Yeah. So I have a 19 year old son. He's yeah. finishing his second year uh, college. Okay. And so that was part of like last year choosing me, right? Because I'm yeah. like, oh, he's gone. Mm-hmm. So now it's about me. Right. You know? Now I can get her groove back. Right. <laughs> all, yeah, all of that. <laughs> and so again, COVID, and I mean, yeah. I had a COVID state of mind. Like I sat in my front room like all summer, didn't even go on a porch. Mm. You know, just a sit, like I can go out and work on it, but I didn't. You know, my mm-hmm. mind was just so like, Mm-mm. now, mind you, I would go and pick up something from the drive through and yeah. go into the market and do all of those things. But at home, I was just like on my couch and I had to kind of start, you know, snapping out of that. Like, no, uh, go out on the porch. You know, you can yeah. take your laptop out there or whatever. And so I had to break out of that. Okay. Um, and like I'm slowly getting back, like I'm traveling the end of April. Oh, really? Yeah. So the end of April, I am going to. Um, so when I go pick up my son from school, we're going to mm-hmm. Cleveland. We're going to the NFL draft um, in May. I'm going to L.A. Okay. Um, yep. And so I'm up here. I was thinking early. I'm like, I need to hit somebody's island. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I'm sure we'll at some point over the summer hit somebody's island. Okay, that's what's up. I'm I'm still, I'm still kind of reserved. It's a little bit on on yeah. the on the plane, but that's what's up. I, I know I'm I'm so itching to go somewhere too, but yeah. But yeah. you know what? I've been watching all these people like catching flights left and right. Mm-hmm. Nobody's getting sick on the plane. You know, they're like the planes yeah. are the safest. Now, mind you, you gotta land somewhere, but um, you know, I'm like, look. I've got my first shot. I'm wearing my mask. You know okay. what I'm saying? And and again, I know people who are, you know, living life. And so yeah, they are they are living life. <laughs> yeah, when you when you get to that point, you know, it's definitely personal. So I don't like knock anybody who's like, mm-hmm. nope, I'm not ready. Or people are like, oh girl, please, that is you know, slow me mm-hmm. down. So Yeah, I feel you. And that's that's, <laughs> that's that's one of the hardest transitions that I think we all have to oh. um been enduring this. Yes. Oh, this whole COVID-19 thing going on the second year. It's crazy. Yes. Okay. So then the the other transition we were talking about um, bringing up, you you say you have a new role. Yeah. So the role that I'm in um, was new as of January. Mm -hmm. And the the beautiful thing about it is really in alignment with my podcast Mm -hmm. because I run our Women of Color program. Mm. Right. And so from from panel to podcast to this program, it's like it's all intertwined. And and that's when, you know, things are in alignment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So everything is like so, so in alignment. And then also the beautiful thing about it is it was a program. Now it has additional components. And so I um, launched one of the components, a new component, made sure I had that done in first quarter. And it was taking advantage of our platform. It's, it's mm-hmm. a way for people to continue as education as well as connect with other people. So like a social component. And so I launched that. And now I'm just working on the, the normal annual program as well as this like supervisor component to it. Okay. So that's what I'm working on. But yeah, it's and, you know, because I'm doing it for the company, it kind of gives me a different credibility Mm-hmm. And a different access, right? Because I get to write off of the company's name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> reach mm-hmm. out to people or say, I want to have this. But you know, it's all in alignment because, yes. you know, you build those relationships and those connections and, and leverage that. 
See, that's 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 wonderful when when everything just comes together. That's just mm-hmm. that's that's when you know that you are in the right place at the right time. Yes. I I think. I, oh yeah, and I'm about to tell you another one that just happened within the last few minutes. You mentioned you're in production, mm-hmm. and my um my um, inspiration is Issa Rae. So I don't yeah, know if she's, yeah, she's, one of, she's one of mine too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So um. So listening, you know, I've been listening um, and watching on YouTube different things that she's on and and what she's talked about and what she's sharing and and how, you know, she started doing these webisodes Mm -hmm. from her college dorm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she did dorm dorm diaries. She did something for her brother. Then she did the awkward black girl. Mm -hmm. And then that catapulted her into insecure. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if you're following, but where she is now, she just inked the $8 million Mm-hmm. Well, not eight million, but an eight-figure deal. Oh yeah, I read and that. she launched mm-hmm. a whole another company. Hooray! Or she, hoorah! She is doing it. She's doing it. <laughs> She's doing it. And so it's not that I want to do those things. Yeah. But what it do, did for me is, like I said, I was doing anchor, just you know, audio. Now it's Zoom. I put that and I put it on, um, you know, recording visual. Mm-hmm. Put it on YouTube, and so it's like, okay, how do I attract people? So it's the excitement on that, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're talking about production. I already told you I like this little setups. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no accidents, right? Right. <laughs> None whatsoever. So yes. But yeah, so that's that's the transition in the workplace. So it's like I said, I went from the diversity, equity, and inclusion side to the talent development side. And what I'm leading, managing is pretty much in a well is in alignment with my mm-hmm. podcast. Now did now did the job did they do they did they know that you host this podcast and they were like, yeah, the name would be nice for this or you know what? So I can't say that um they did or didn't. Okay. I just know that um the person who called me to say, hey, this this is what you're gonna be doing told a, a peer of mine, <laughs> oh she's gonna be happy. She's gonna be happy. So right. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Probably, but they know it for me. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, that is that, that's. I'm. I'm. Even though, um, you know, we just like officially met. Um, I, I am genuinely happy for you. Um, I'm. I'm happy where um everything is going to take you. You know. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just, you know what? It's just get. It's gonna get better from here. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Well, that was good. That was good. And um, yeah, that was. I I, I got um that what really stuck out was what your the, um the, the counselor said is that's how you do things. So don't think it like don't think it's strange. That that really stuck out to me. So I I, I think right. I think um God for you know just um having this um platform because you know you come across different people um, and you, you always learn something mm-hmm. and, you know, and we should always have that mindset of learning something, you know, every something new every day. And I always learn something when I, when I do one of my shows and um, thank you. You're welcome. And, and that's like my favorite part. Someone said, well, what's your favorite part? I'm like connecting with the people, yes. you know, connecting with my guests, getting to learn and, you know, with most of them building that relationship, right? Because most of them, we, we stay connected. 
and mm-hmm. and it's you know it's just growing growing your sisterhood and that, and yeah. I love that because we have we have to be to you know look out for one another we have we to do. support each other we have to amplify what we're doing so yeah mm-hmm. yeah especially especially as black women because mm-hmm. you know we're like on in society's eyes like low on a totem pole yeah. when it comes to everything so we really have to work hard and just support one another you know don't tear each other down because everybody else is doing that already so you know just be there for one another and, and support one another so absolutely okay. so thank you so much Denise. this was a great episode and You're welcome. yeah um and again you guys um tune in to Denise's podcast she is the host of um, an intimate conversation with women of color you can um, go to her website, um, linktree-intimate-with-w-o-c, um, okay? And you can find everything there. And she's on Instagram, and you can find her there. And, um, yeah, she is, her, her show is really, really good. So go follow her as well and support her, too. You know, we it's enough out here where everybody can eat, y'all, okay? <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All right. And again, you guys, you know, just share, comment, like um, the podcast. And you can find us again on any uh, major um, audio platforms um, and, you know, including iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, you know, just. All, all, all the ones. <laughs> so, and if you want to watch it, um, I post on our um, IGTV, on Instagram, our Facebook page, kicking it with um, Can Clay, and our YouTube of the same name. Thank you so much. Thank you, Denine, again. Welcome. And um, everyone, you be safe out there, and just know that you know you are not weird you know when it comes to different things if you don't cry (laughs) when you grieve i'm like seriously that's that's you it's okay it's okay me i'm a big cry baby but you know (laughs) (laughs) that's just how i am but thank you everyone enjoy your day whenever you're looking at this and um we'll see you next week bye bye Kicking it with Kay and Clay. Kicking it with Kay and Clay. Kicking it with Kay and Clay.